0: more than my mind can comprehend. See, I've seen the wonders of your grace. I'm so sure that this is not the end. how you brought me is everywhere I'm so glad you found me worthy I can see I can tell and I know it's your grace on oh my days I will sing your song is there Fire you've brought me, ever bad. I'm so glad you found me one. I can see, I can tell, and I know that it's your grace of my days. I will sing your praise My heart is full of gratitude. To you and no one else but you. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I'm here only by Your grace. Thank you, Jesus, for not giving up on me. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, me. see how far you So glad you found me I can see, I can tell And I know it's your place On so my face I will sing your more than my mind can comprehend. See, I've seen the wonders of your grace. I'm so sure that this is not the end. How you brought me Is everywhere I'm so glad you found me worthy I can see, I can tell And I know it's your grace All oh, my dreams, I will see the day. Is everywhere You've brought me, is I'm so glad you found me worthy. I can see, I can tell, and I know that your grace all my days. I will sing your grace. My heart is full of gratitude. To you and no one else but you. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I am here only by your grace. Thank you, Jesus, for not giving up on me. Oh, may, oh, hey, see how far you've brought me. Hey, I'm so glad you found me. I can see, I can tell, and I know it's your place on my face. I will sing your
1: beautiful day that the lord has made that we should rejoice and be glad in it welcome to church without wars thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus you are amazing lord you're just amazing lord you're just amazing you're just amazing lord Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. We love you. We love you. All right. Go ahead. Let's give God praise in a moment give him praise, 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 give, him praise, give him praise, oh ya Bala sha di you can breathe this morning, is a testimony, that you can breathe this morning, is a testimony Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. thank you for life. We thank you for life. We thank you for peace. We thank you for health. Kalaman Shabaladabasi. Klehersis. O libaradabashadabaladesis. Oh Kila Oh we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. We're grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful Lord. We are grateful Lord. Oh, Kalamande Barashata Baladizis. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Oh, Ganamande Bahashas. Lord, we thank you. 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 You are too faithful to fail. You are too faithful to fail. Too faithful to fail. Too faithful to fail. You are too faithful to fail, Lord. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my sons and daughters. Thank you for members of this platform. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are just amazing. You are just amazing. You are just amazing. You are just amazing. That is just what you are. Amazing. Amazing. You are just amazing, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's nothing like you. There's no one to be compared with 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 you. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. I know not one, I know not one, Jesus knows all about my struggles, and he will guide till the day comes, and there's not a friend. Like the lonely Jesus No one else And no one no, no, no. We thank you, Lord We thank you, Lord There's not a friend like you There's not a father like you We thank you, Lord We thank you We thank you, amazing grace, how sweet is the sound, save the wrecks like me, thank you Lord, thank you Lord. Thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord in Jesus mighty name we pray if you read first second Corinthians 4 Verse 1. It said, Having received his ministry, that we should lean on the mercy of God, that we faint not. And the Bible would put it better in another book and says, It's not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, it, for it's of God. That showed mercy. It's not of him that will it, it's not of him that run it, but it is all about the great mercy of God. So, right now, I want us to pray and ask God this morning, the Father, let your mercy speak in my life, let your mercy be revealed in my life, let your mercy be made manifest in my life. Your mercy, Lord. Your mercy, Lord. Your mercy, Lord. Your mercy, your mercy, your mercy, your mercy. Let it be revealed in my life. Let your mercy be revealed in my life. Let your mercy be revealed in my life. Go ahead and pray that prayer right now. Your mercy, Father. Your mercy, Father your mercy Father, your mercy Father, we ask for your mercy Lord, we ask for your mercy Lord, we ask for your mercy Lord, oh by strength shall no man prevail, we ask for your mercy Lord, mercy, 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 God of mercy and compassion, Look down upon us with your pity. Your mercy Lord, Your mercy Lord, your mercy Lord, O Your mercy Lord, your mercy Lord. Let your mercy prevail in my life. 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 life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Paul speaking one day said that the king of this world or the prince of this world had blinded their eyes not to know the truth of the gospel. So the word of God can be coming to you and yet you can't receive because you can't even understand what you are receiving. And the Bible has given us the understanding that everything we are looking for is wrapped up in the word. So Satan can allow you to pray sometimes, but we never allow you to understand the Bible. Satan can allow you to fast, but we never allow you to read your Bible. So you realize you can pray, but you can't study. You realize you can give, but you don't even understand what the Bible says about the giving you are giving. So the devil begins to rob you. Any believer who is short of the word is in trouble. Any believer who is bankrupt of the word of God is in trouble. I don't mean that you read your Bible every day, you carry Bible every morning as a ritual, you just open oh I'm 91, yeah, this, that, 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 you are back, no, no. I'm talking about revelation, revelation, revelation. So we are asking the Holy Spirit right now, Father, as your word come, let light come. As your word come, let light come, let understanding come, open up scriptures to me, as your word come, let light come, as your word come, open up scriptures to me, open up scriptures to me, say Father in the name of Jesus, as I begin to pray now, as your word come Lord, let light come, as your word come, let scriptures be opened up to me, in the name of Jesus, lift your voice and pray right now, Lift your voice and pray right now. Lift your voice and pray right now. Lift your voice, pray right now. Parataya. Holy Open up scriptures to me, Lord. Open up scriptures to me, Lord. Give me understanding. I receive insight. I receive revelation in depth of the word, in depth of the word. This morning, I drink of the river of the word. I drink of the ocean of revelation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Father, we thank you. Lord. Give us understanding to your word. I ask that you open our ears, open our eyes, open our hearts to receive. Lord, put your word in my mouth for someone's redemption, someone's healing, someone's transformation this morning, in the name of Jesus. Lord, as your word comes, correct us, build us up, fix us, Lord, direct us and instruct us until we come to the place of perfection. All to the glory of your name. We thank you, sweet Jesus. We thank you, sweet Jesus. You are worthy. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. And the church will say, Amen. all right good morning you're welcome to church without wars church without wars is teaching 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 so if you are new here and you've attended our meetings regularly and you realize most times we are just prophesying and praying okay this time is just for teaching it's just for teaching Okay. It's our month of overflow. This month. Is our month of overflow. This month. Is. Our month of overflow. Is our month of overflow. So. We are looking into how do we walk in overflow? How do we experience overflow? How do we make overflow a reality? A wise man once said that when the purpose of a thing is unknown, abuse becomes inevitable when the purpose of a thing is unknown abuse is inevitable if you read the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 it said and God blessed them and God said be fruitful multiply, replenish subdue have dominion over the, the fish of the sea, over the fowls of the air. When you check the context of that scripture, that was the first blessing God conferred on man. And that scripture and the content of that scripture is speaking of overflow. So God began creating man with increase in mind. God began creating man with overflowing blessing in mind. God did not create you and say, Be poor, die now. now." No, 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 no. He gave them blessings of increase. As a matter of fact, if you check the age of human being from the conception of the world, you'll realize people would live 300 years, 200, 500, 800. Up to 969 years, the oldest man who ever lived called Methuselah. But as the day went by and the flood of Noah came in, wickedness began to come in. The days of men were cut down to 100, 120, 90, 80. Moses said that the days of man should be 120. Moses lived 120. David came david said that the days of man 70 is enough so by the, the new covenant the average age of of a man of a woman that you can live and enjoy life 70 70 the life will be getting you'll be getting tired of the life but those days men like moses at 190 were climbing the mountain go to see god talk to god Come back, Bible speaking about Moses said at 120, he said his eyes were not dim, neither was his natural strength abated. But we are now in a generation at 50, people are tired leg pain, waist pain, spine pain, uh, ear pain, eye pain. The, all the body is damaging because of the wickedness and degradation of our value for the things of God. People could live 500 years those days. They are still fine. 400, they are not using walking stick. 700, they are still working fine. In fact, they are giving birth at the age of 700. No wonder Sarah could deliver at 90. It wasn't just a miracle. It was a dispensation of people that had the fear of God. So God began creation with overflow. Before God made Adam, what did God do? God placed everything Adam would need in the garden. Before God made Adam, God placed everything that Adam would need in the garden. So the garden had a provision of Adam's food, of Adam's drink, of Adam's job. Everything was in the garden before God dropped Adam into the garden. So the mind of God is not for us to get stranded, for us to get empty, for us to get confused. Get me Luke 638. Luke 638. Very popular scripture, but I want to pick out something there. If I can get NLT, NIV, I'll be glad. Even amplified. Any version, just give it to me. Luke 638. Luke 6.38. So you're going to understand that God's plan for us is an overrunning blessing. God's plan for us is an overrunning blessing. God has no plan to make us small or to leave us small. Look at this now. If you give, you will receive. Now, let's read from the second part now. There's a principle there, it starts with you giving, you releasing something. Give your time, give your energy, give your idea. But it said, your gift will return to you in full measure. So the first dimension of return, it said one is full measure. Number two is pressed down. Number three is shaking together. Number four, to make room for more. Number five, and running over. It say whatever measure you use in giving, large or small, it will be measured, to, it will be used to measure whatever is given to you. Okay. Let's hear another version version. NLT says, give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full. Press down, shaking together to make room for more. Running over and poured and poured into your laps. Okay. Do I have any other give and it will be given to you? Press down, shaking together, running over. So you see that's what they're running over. That is the response of God. To us, let me take the last one. TPT. He said, "Give generously, and um, give generously, and generous gifts will be given back to you. Shake down to make room for more. Abundant gifts will pour will pour out upon you with such an overflowing measure that it will run over over the. It will run over the top. The measure." Of a generosity to become the measure. Now, the context I'm picking out of this scripture right now is that if you read everything God wants to do for you, all of them are massive. All of them. He said it will be generous. He said it will be pressed down. It will be shaken together, abundant. It will be overflowing. Different statements that connote increase and overflow. That is the mind of God for us. And I speak to someone this morning that your life begins to experience overflow. Your life begins to experience overflow. Every aspect of your life. He said, I know the thought that I think towards you. They are good and they are not of evil. But to give you unexpected end, begin to walk in overflow. Receive the anointing to walk in overflow. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. All right. So I said, God has no plan. Get me Isaiah 60 verse 22. KJV, Isaiah 60 verse 22. I said, God has no plan to make us small or leave us small. So even if you start small and God is involved, expect that thing to become big. God has no plan to make us small, or to leave us small. So, even if you started anything small, hey, get yourself ready. As long as God is involved, He will make it big. He will make it big. Look at this. A little one shall become a thousand, and a strong one, a nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. A little one shall become a thousand. A little one shall become a thousand. So the mindset of God for you is that no matter how you start, just fix your eyes on me, do your role, leave the rest for me. I will multiply you. I will increase you. I will make you great. I will make you mighty. Hey, somebody say, I am walking in overflow. Somebody say, I am walking in overflow. Somebody say, I am walking in overflow. I am walking in overflow. Today I am walking in overflow. This week I am walking in overflow. This month I am walking in overflow. This year I walk in overflow. The mind of God is for us to live in overflow. I told us last time, overflow means more than enough. More than enough. That you can care for yourself and care for your others. And that is what God has in mind. He said to Abraham in the book of Genesis, chapter 12, verse 3 I will bless you and thou shalt be a blessing. Listen, God can bless you and it will be just for you and yourself. But before God can make you a blessing, He has already given you an overflowing provision. You can't become a blessing if you are not walking in overflow you cannot become a blessing if you are not walking in overflow you cannot you cannot i activate overflow in your life in the name of jesus so like i said to us overflow is god's mind for you overflow is god's plan for you but how come every of god's child Is not experiencing overflow because as every other thing God does, there are principles, there are protocols, there are precepts to you experiencing the manifestation. There are are protocols and there are principles to you experiencing them. So if you don't walk in the principles, you don't know the principles, you end up missing out even though God has prepared it for you. So, what do I do to walk in overflow? Number one is your mindset. Your mindset. Somebody say mindset. Somebody say mindset. As the word connotes mindset, it tells you that your mind can be set. Your mind can be programmed. And your mind can be reprogrammed. Proverbs 23 verse 7. I've said this to us again and I'm going to repeat. You can never be bigger than your mind. Never. Never. You can never be bigger than your mind. Anything your mind cannot receive, your hands cannot receive it. Look at it. It said, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. That's the quote I'm looking for. As he thinketh in his heart, so is he. As your thought be, that is how your life will be. So I have a question for you. What do you think? What have you been thinking? What did you wake up thinking this morning? People will say to you, psychologically, and those who, who do motivational spe- speeches, they will tell you that the difference between a rich man and a poor man is the mind. And it's true. Despite the other things that makes them be, the difference is the mind. The mind mind check come around them check the way they live a poor man has a consumer's mindset a rich man have a producer's mindset a poor man has a consumer's mindset and a rich man has a producer's mindset A poor man have a mindset of now, 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 now. Let's earn money to spend now. We need to pay rent now. We need to uh, feed children now. We need to do this now. We need to do that now. But the rich are looking at the future. How do I secure tomorrow? How do I... Poor people like immediate gratification. And the rich looks out for the long term. The mind. The mind. The mind, your thoughts become a reflection of who you are. Your thoughts become a reflection of who you are. As a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. What do you think? And Listen, what affects what you think is what you see and what you hear. What affects what you think is what you see and what you hear. So, right now, I'm talking, you sound at peace listening to me. But do you know, if I'm telling you right now about a war going on somewhere, how people are killing themselves, a bomb has been thrown this morning, 50 persons just died, how there was an accident, there's a gunshot, do you know, immediately, fear will begin to grow in you? Panic will begin to grow in you. And if you happen to have anybody around there, Immediately you are calling them. Are you okay? I just heard. I just heard that this thing. I just heard that that. Are you okay? Is everything fine. Why? Because of what I said to your ears. What you hear controls your mind. What you see controls your mind. Anything you hear controls your mind. Anything you see controls your mind. So I have a question for you. What do you hear? What do you see? No wonder God asks Adam in the Garden of Eden. When God approached him and said, Adam, you are naked. Adam. Adam, sorry. God sorry, Adam. He said, where are you? He said, I am naked. God asked him a simple question. Who told you? Who did you hear this thing from? Who told you? So I have a question for you. Who told you that you cannot get married? So the person I've already set your mind. Who told you that you cannot prosper? The person I've already set your mind. Who told you that you will die? The person have already set your mind. I gave us a story last time. About mindset, a young man became sick, was not feeling fine, and he walked by himself to the hospital. By himself, walked to the hospital. While he got there, the doctor demanded that they run a series of tests while he was taking some drip and all of that. So they brought the first result, which happened to be for typhoid. He was fine. They brought the test for malaria. He was fine. And they said, okay, he had to do a test for HIV. He said, okay, he was fine doing his thing and all of that. When they brought the result for HIV, the doctor looked at him in a very sober way and said, we're sorry to announce to you that you are HIV positive. And the young man broke down in tears, broke down in tears. In 24 hours, the young man had become slim. In one week, the young man had dried up. He couldn't walk. He couldn't take his bath by himself. People were aiding him to go to the washroom. People were helping him to eat. He couldn't do anything. You could see all his bones were showing. Two weeks, he was almost dead. And about three weeks later, doctor walked in, looked at the young man. With a smile on his face. And the young man was confused. That, Why would doctor be looking at me like this? I know I'm dying already. I know that HIV is a, a, uh, a deadly virus. So I know I'm dying. And doctor said, um, we have a news to announce, to, uh, to give to you right now. And um, we're sorry to tell you that the result we gave to you was not your result. There was a mistake in the blood sample. Somebody's S-blood was what they used for your checkup. Immediately, the young man that had dried up jumped up from his bed and began to dance. The young man that had dried up jumped out of his bed and began to dance. And everybody was shocked. Ah, hold him, up. he will break, he will die. He said, no, leave me, I won't die. He was dancing, he was dancing, he was dancing. So one minute ago, this guy was in his bed feeling sorry for himself. Another minute later, this guy was standing, jumping. What changed? The mindset. The mindset. The mindset. The mindset. As you think, that is how you will become. A man was given a medical result for cancer. A man was given a medical report for cancer. That he had cancer, he's going to die. What did the man do? He knew that there was nothing he could do. So he went to rent a hotel room. Looked for a very beautiful hotel, bought Tom and Jerry, if you know Tom and Jerry cartoon then, he bought a lot of Tom and Jerry, bought chips, bought all kind of um, food, Pringles and all of that, sit down, he'll wake up in the morning watch tom and jerry he will laugh uh, he will laugh when they get tired he will eat and he will sleep when he wake up he will put tom and jerry he will laugh uh, he will laugh when he finish he will sleep he will wake up what tom and jerry he will laugh uh, what is wrong is i know i will die so let me make sure i die a happy person and suddenly he realized that it looks like there were changes ...on his body. And when he went back, he was asked to go for checkup. When they went back for checkup, they said, what did you do? He said, what do you mean? He said, we can't find cancer in your body anymore. What did you do wrong? He said, I went to practice joy therapy. I went to practice joy therapy. I went to practice joy therapy. That is why you realize every time you live unhappy... ...check yourself, you begin to lose weight. Every time... You are unhappy. Every time you are sad, something has programmed your mind, eating you up internally. Eating you up internally. You realize that you are dying. Somebody said, I choose joy. That's my signature. Until Jesus comes, you'll find that word in my mouth. I choose joy. And I believe in miracles, and they must happen to me. And check around me, you'll find the manifestation. Somebody said, I choose joy. I choose joy. Like I, I told you, When you choose joy, don't just say it. There must be a reaction. Either a shout, or a smile, or a laugh, or a jump. There must be something that follows that statement in your life. So you wake up in the morning. Don't just say, I choose joy. Either you are smiling, or you are laughing. Or there's a shout, I choose joy. Your neighbors ask you, what happened? Oh, we are fine. It's like the morning has come, don't worry, it has come. Oh, give me some, don't worry, I'm coming. I choose joy. You see, the natural world will tell you that you have to wait for something to happen for you to be happy. But that's not how it works. Your mindset. Your mindset. You want to be rich, work on your mind. You want to be poor, work on your mind. An experiment was done years ago in a class I attended called Emotions. I did a course called Emotions. An experiment was done... Two children were taken, one from a poor background, another from a rich background. And when certain tests were done in their brain, they realized that the brain of the rich man's child has more possibility of prosperity and succeeding in whatever he does. Now, what is the problem? Mindset. When the rich man's child wake up in the morning, he knows he will not have to think of what to eat. Somebody has a short provision. When the rich man's child is going to school, he knows he doesn't have to trek to school or look for an Okada or a taxi. There's a car available for him. He just has to point which car do you want to go to school with. The kind of meal he would eat at lunch is not a prayer point. It is already settled. The rich man's child does not even know how school fee is paid. He doesn't know how they pay fee. There's nothing like, tell your mommy that school fee has expired. Tell your mother, exam is next week. If you don't pay your fee, we will send you home. We will send you where? We will send you home. All right, go home. Go and tell your father and your mother. He doesn't know how fee is paid. But the young man's child wakes up. He already knows that today, the poor man's child, rather, wakes up already know today is another problem. What to eat is a problem. He will be trekking to school that morning. Which car? Car from where? He knows that what to eat at lunch is a problem. Is a problem because in the house there's even no food to eat. He knows he must take care for the fee that the father and mother. I don't know where to just got that thing from. My father could not pay school fee. You are flogging me. Am I my father? My mother could not give me fee. You are flogging me. About my mother, go and look for them and flog them. Eh? No school should be doing that, you know. If the child misbehaves in school, fine. But if the father is the one that couldn't pay school fee, invite the father and flog him now. Charlie, I chop cane, no? I chop cane. I chop cane. How much? Two CDs. We couldn't pay two CDs. Exam levy. Exam levy. Wasi. We couldn't pay Wasi. $100,000, uh, 10000 naira. I chop cane. Oh, I, ch- I chop plenty cane. I chop plenty. Go and flock the father. Go and flock the mother and leave the child alone. That's why I say to parents. Start programming your children's mind. Stop telling your child. Listen, if you're still doing that, thing, you are wicked. It's me that said it. Stop telling your child, I don't have. Stop telling your children, I don't have. Particularly the ones who are very young. Most of us have damaged our children. Listen, what you are doing is giving them a poverty mindset. Even if they come for money, you don't have uh, I want school fees. Okay, no problem. You will have it. I want it now. Don't worry. I need to go to the bank. You know there's no money in the bank. But the language of faith does not speak things as it is. It speaks things as they should be. Faith, color those things that have been on as though they were. Oh, mommy, I like this shoe. I want this shoe. Okay, no problem. Don't say, I don't have. Don't tell them that. You are creating a scarcity mindset in them. If it is what you don't want to give them, okay, this one, you cannot have it. This is the reason why you cannot have it. Stop creating that mindset in them. Most of us, the struggle we are in now is as a result of upbringing the things they keep speaking to your head, listen, you don't think like an elephant and expect to live like an ant. And you don't think like an ant and expect to live like an elephant. You don't think like an elephant and expect to live like an ant. And you don't think like an ant and expect to live like an elephant. If your mind is large, your life must be large. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? The lion has been called the king of the jungle. According to my little research, it is not about the size of the lion. It is not about the strength of the lion. It's about the mind of the lion. It's about the mind of the lion. When the lion enters the animal, when the lion sees an elephant, big elephant, he sees a cow, a giraffe, he sees an antelope. What the lion is saying is meat, 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 meat. Look at food, 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 food. A, a huge giraffe with all the long legs and long neck. She's a lion. A cow sees a lion. An antelope. She's a lion. Um, what is it called? Um, a donkey, she's a lion. Their mindset is, look at the eater, the eater, the eater, the eater, the eater, the eater. Suddenly, fear comes on them. They begin to run. They are bigger than the lion, but even the buffalo. They are bigger than the lion, but the mindset of the lion is different. Me, I will eat you. And the lion and the other one feels like, oh, I know you will eat me. Oh. Even before the lion pursues, they are already positioned to run. I know you will eat me. I know the mindset. The mindset. The mindset. lot of us are like other animals. We have the mindset of failure. We cannot prosper in business. If I do this business, now it will not work. I've tried it before. It failed. It failed. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. There's nothing I hate like I can't do it. Charlie? Better give it a try or don't answer me anything. I, I hate it. I can't do it. Give it a try or just leave it. Avoid me. Don't even talk. Be quiet, like deaf and dumb. I can't do it. Are you a Christian or a Muslim? When Bible said that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, Philippians 4:13. I can do all things. Your mindset. Listen. You might start anything small, but please. Think big and keep thinking big. Get me Job 8 verse 7. Job 8 verse 7. You might start anything small. Think big and keep thinking big. Start a little grocery shop. It can become a supermarket. It can become a mini mall one day. It can become a shopping mall. You started selling foods. It can become a boutique. You started a, a, a tailoring shop in your room because you could not rent a shop. It can become a mega shop. Look at this. Look at this. Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should. It is a shop. Should means is presenting you with an option of a possibility. Should greatly increase. That means someone would need to do something about it. all right though like beginning may be small your latter end should it is a shall it's not a guarantee it should by what you do it should greatly increase so if it doesn't increase you said it's a choice i only told you it should i didn't tell you it's a must it should the possibility is available so how come we are not increasing How come? Listen, anything that is optional, everybody cannot have it the same. Anything that is optional, everyone cannot have it the same. The blessing of God is optional. So everyone cannot be blessed. Riches are optional. Everyone cannot be rich. We read the scripture just now. It said, give. And it shall be given good measure all and all. We love the second part. But the condition there is give. Call upon me and I will answer. The condition is called. So everybody will not get answer from God because everyone is not calling on him. You can never be bigger, better, and bigger than how you think. Let me repeat you can never be bigger and better than how you think. Help me with Philippians 2 verse 5. Philippians 2 verse 5. You can never be bigger and better than how you think. Where do you go to every day? What do you see every day? Now, I was driving with one of my daughters and we entered Accra. And we entered Spintex area. I could see the glow on her face and her sound changed. You were like, wow, here's beautiful. Wow. Here. I was like, hey, that I've been cheating this girl, Pa. There's time for you to see spin test a lot. I, it just dawned on me that if I don't carry this one to this environment, then I'm robbing her. Um, here's beautiful. Wow. Here's beautiful. Where you have stayed in Agbuzume and Keta and Konogo enough prosperity will be difficult in your life. Eh? When all the place you go to is Eh? the day you find yourself in Legon, the day you find yourself in certain areas, you are in trouble. This is why most of you I tell you, take a visa and travel. Take a visa. Travel. Travel. Just leave the country, even if it's vacation. Go to some ni- nice location. Come back. Travel. Your mind will be broadened. Listen, listen, listen. Your mind will be broadened. Lot of you, the management you are managing. I believe in. I believe in organizing. I believe in planning. But there are people who are not managers. They are. They are stingy and scrunchy. They are stingy and they are scrunchy. The things you keep seeing will affect your life. The things you keep seeing will affect your life. It will affect your life. If you're somebody who has money in their account, they can't eat good food. Their health is breaking down. They will not spend money on food. Oh, leave it. Leave it. Banco in the morning. Banco and Wille in the afternoon. Banco and Wele in the evening. The next day, and pepper in the morning. King pepper in the afternoon. King pepper in the evening. The next day, fufu in the morning, fufu in the evening, fufu in the afternoon, in the afternoon. Suddenly they are sick and they are going for, don't go for checkup. You are suffering from staturization. You are suffering statilococcus. You don't need, you don't need any, any checkup. You are suffering statilococcus. There's nothing else. There's nothing else, so just go and rearrange, rearrange your diet, and be fine in Jesus' name. You don't need prayer. You don't need prayer. And they have the money, not because they don't have now. Even the ones who don't have, listen. Even the ones who are as let's let's say they don't have, they don't also have the mindset that their health is part of their their wealth. So the the little money they would have used to. Um, balance and eat something good you see them gathering a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot of starch Uh, they want it heavy you see them giving birth to dwarfs all the children look like what they used to walk out at the gym if you see a child of 15 years old their hand is short like dinosaur you see their leg is short like uh, 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 what would i call it now a rhino the leg is like rhino. The hand is like dinosaur. Adding to the child going to Hawk Road on the street. They have given the child tray or a bowl on the head. They have so pure water, so pure water. The child has become short. The wrinkles on the forehead. The wrinkles on the forehead of the child. is enough to use to paint a wall. It's enough to paint a wall. So when you see the child, you don't even know the child is a young boy or an old boy. Whether it's a young girl or an old gate, you can't explain where the child is, where the child belongs. Only be asking the child, how how old are you? Tell me the truth. How, how old are you? How old are you? So mindset. Mindset. Philippians 2 verse 5. Get me that scripture. Philippians 2 verse 5. He said, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. So Jesus had a kind of mind. Wow. Jesus was not just powerful because he was God or because he was Jesus. Part of his success and power is that there was a kind of mind he had. Have you read your Bible carefully? You will realize that Jesus never met any situation and called it impossible no sick person was brought and he said no it's too much no challenge was brought and he says ah ah this one there I, I god cannot no 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 everything he spoke was positive every step he took was positive there was a kind of mind he carried now you belong to jesus who whose mind do you carry that you believe in so much negativity whose mind do you carry the devil is the only negative one. I know not God. So how come you say you belong to God? I think thinking like Satan. Part of the success of Jesus was his mind. Do everything to make sure that what you think and what you say align no matter what you see. Most of us, the problem we have is that as you're listening to me now, you feel encouraged, you are thinking f- well. Suddenly, as you enter your kitchen, you just remember there's no food. You just remember that um, there's no um, money. And the next say, oh, this life, dear. are you sure we survive? This is somebody who is now thinking positive. Suddenly, the amount is different from what they are saying. No, you must change your language to what you think. And you must change what you think to what you say. Luke 6.45. Luke 6.45. Never let what you think be different from what you say. And make sure what you are thinking is right. If you are thinking negative, you speak positive, it will not work. Nah. There's a magnetic force in your mind and in your mouth. Alright? There's a magnetic force in your mind and in your mouth. Look at this. A man out of the good treasures of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart his mouth will speak. Are you seeing? From the abundance of the heart. Listen. Listen. Nobody says anything by mistake. Oh, it was a mistake. No, 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 no. Anything you say has filled your heart already. You so thought about it, it has engrossed every aspect of you. Unconsciously, you are talking about it. So you can't come around me And I will not talk about prayer because it has filled my mind. You can't talk about me. You can't come around me. And I will not talk about fasting because it has taken over every aspect. So what has taken over you? Listen, when I come around you, I will easily pick. If I talk to you five, ten minutes, I will know where you are coming from. I will know the kind of church you attend. I will know the kind of family background you come from. I will know the kind of friends that you have. Because automatically, it will show your speech. It will show in your speech. It will show. I don't need the prophet to tell me. It will show. You can't be attending a church like Mountain of Fire, a church like Omega Fire, and there will not be judgmental statements in your mouth. All right? It's not possible. You will not be attending a particular church in in, in Ghana, and you will not meet somebody that say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. No, it's not possible. So from your first statement, somebody already knows where you are coming from. Somebody just know that this one there, you are coming from this kind of place. You cannot be attending Jehovah's Witness and you are not thinking certain kind of way that you don't believe in miracles. We just know where you are coming from. You don't believe anything like miracles. You don't believe anything like prophecy. You don't believe anything like prayer. Certain things are not in your dictionary. So just talking to you, put Throwing words, your response will tell me the church you attend. The response will tell me your family background. The response will tell me how you handle certain things in your life. Then I know where to place you categorically. Most of you have called me while we're talking. I ask you, where do you attend church? So that we know how to help you. Whether this one there, you need prophecy or you just need fasting or you just need deliverance. You are telling the church where they don't believe in deliverance. And you are making the complaint that this, I just know that this one there, you need deliverance. Because you are where they don't believe deliverance, demons have now created a lot of room in your life. They've set a lot of platform, manipulating you. I know that this one you need deliverance. You need deliverance because the doctrine of where you are coming from have robbed you of the reality. So you have not been praying deliverance prayer else, you won't even be where you are right now. You won't be where you are right now. Hallelujah. So, as a man thinketh in his heart, that is how the man will be. What are you thinking? What you know, you believe. What you believe, you speak. And what you speak, you will behave. What you know, you believe. What you believe, you speak. And what you speak, you behave. Listen, have the mindset of abundance deliberately have the mindset of abundance deliberately, train yourself to think right and to speak right train yourself to think and to speak right let me say this to you, the easiest way to be depressed to be discouraged to live in fear is to think about the things that will bring them think about what is not working in your life oh, look at me I'm 38, I'm not married look at me Oh, my husband have just left me look at me Oh, my distinct, my nobody likes me. Look at me. The easiest way to be depressed, discouraged, and to live a fearful life is to think about what is not working, is to think about your mistakes, to be blaming yourself on your mistakes, to think about your failures, to think about your struggles, to think about your defeat, and your delayed expectation. That is the shortcut to depression, shortcut to discouragement, and shortcut for you to live in fear. The moment your mind stays in them, very soon you will get depressed. You don't need the prophet to tell you. No. That's why you must be mentally strong. You must be mentally strong. If you are defeated in your mind, you will be defeated in your life. If you are defeated in your mind, you will be defeated in your in your life. Have a winner's mindset. Bishop Poedibo will say, if you don't think, you will stink. You will not, if you don't think, you will stink. A man that is not thinking is sinking. A man that is not thinking is smelling. If you don't think, you will stink. Listen, when God began creation, God did not finish creation. All right? If God finished creation, there would have been phone from beginning. There would have been cars. There would have been electricity. There would have been television and all of that. When God began in creation, God gave man an instrument to continue creation. Where is the brain? The mind. The moment God gave man the mind, God stopped. Finish what I started. Go and continue. So men came up and began to use their brain to adopt, to what they saw and made certain things in existence. So, your life might not be as rich as you want to be. Your family might not be as blessed as you wanted to be. But if your mind is working, you can create it. Because God has given you what it takes to make it possible. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Be mentally strong. Don't let everything get to you. Don't let everyone get to your mind. Every little thing you are sad. What happened? Somebody said, can't you say your own? What is wrong with you? Somebody said, somebody said, I grew up timid. I'm going to tell you why. I grew up timid. I grew up very ashamed. I grew up, I can't talk looking at your face. I can't talk in the midst of... Except my very close friend, we live in the same house. I can't talk in the midst of three, four, five people. I will start sweating. I can't look at your eyeballs. What happened? While I was growing, I had this uh, teeth. My teeth were big. Okay? Number one. Number two. I was having this double teeth. I don't know if you have a hundred for it. I was having this double teeth. There's one on the front. There's one at the back, like that, up and down of my mouth. So every time I talk, every time I smile, every time I laugh, people will begin to tease me. Hey, look at this tito, look at this tito, look at... I will close my So the thing became something that they used to mock me, and I couldn't smile. I couldn't speak in public. I couldn't respond to certain things in public, even when I'm right. How to put myself into a speech, how to put my my right in speech becomes a problem. So because of that, until now, I barely have school pictures, the kind of picture you have with schoolmates. I I barely even remember school friends. I was always secluded. I was always secluded from primary school to secondary school. I was always secluded. But something happened to me one time that shifted. Two events. One was a fight. One was a fight. There was still a crowd who we were eating one day. And my other brother was struggling with his meat. And I said, bring it. Let me help you I divide it. He brought it. When I put the, t- the meat in my teeth, the meat divided immediately. Warm. Charlie, I was like, now I know I have an engine in my mouth. Why should I worry anymore? I just know I have an engine in my mouth. I was having a fight with a guy, the guy was beating me. Hey, Charlie, this guy was beating me. It was beating me like Ghana economy. Where dollar was beating CDs. This guy was beating me, beating me, beating me. There was I I managed to hold the guy. I used the teeth. Yum i bite the guy the guy shouted the bombio!" that's how he left me uh, and i said yes now i know i have a weapon of mass destruction the third thing that happened to me that changed my view about myself and life was i was in i think it was GHS, um 2 right i don't know jhs2 i think so jhs2 a particular time, because of this timidity, I wasn't doing well in school. I wasn't open and all of that. I had only one friend. Only one friend. I don't even know how the guy agreed to be my friend. I was always timid. Everybody in school would laugh at me and all of that. So the timidity pushed me back into my books. I began to study and all that. So a particular time, they called for a result. I don't know how they grade the result in Ghana. The great result, first, second, third, fourth, like that. So, result came out. I took first that term. Oh, Charlie, come and see feeling. Hey, come and see feeling. Come and see feeling. Everybody wanted to be my friend. I was like, oh, so this teeth was not the problem. Get the point now. Get the point. I was like, so the teeth is not the problem. The problem is that I don't really have what they need. I don't know somebody getting the whole thing now. Don't let the, the, the comic part make you miss out the truth. So the teeth was not the problem. The problem was that I was not really successful. Okay, I see. I have to now walk towards success. Even if you are crippled and you are the president of this country, people will still call you a handsome man. Even if you are blind, if you are a blind man, and you are rich, a lady will say, can't you see how he looks handsome? If you are an imbecile, you have a Range Rover. One lady will say, man, this guy is so fine. But can't you say, he's an imbecile. ah, that is the style. That's his style. Can't you see the way he's bending himself? He's bouncing. So the problem is lack of result. I made up my mind. I made up my mind to become successful. I made up my mind to become. From that time, I became outspoken. I became outspoken. From that moment, if it was so bad that I couldn't cross my door without wearing a shirt. I feel that my body is not fine. I feel like my legs are not fine. My head is not fine. My, I, I began to feel inferior and timid about everything about me. So when I tell people today that I'm a shy person, they will say, you, nah, it's not true. Charlie, it's true. But Charlie, I choose not to be. So what is that thing that has made you to shut yourself in? Find it, rebrand it. There is something good in that bad thing. Be outspoken. Learn how to express yourself. Start with the mind. The mind. Number two... If you must walk in overflow, number two is be a soul winner. Be a soul winner. Proverbs 11 verse 30. After that, get me Hebrews 11 verse 6. Be a soul winner. If you want to walk in overflow, Charlie, soul winning is the pathway to living a large life. I will tell you why. I will tell you why. I will tell you why. Get with that scripture. Proverbs 11 verse 30. Oh, the monsters. They said, the fruit of righteousness is the tree of life. And he that winneth a soul is wise. So the Bible said, every soul winner is wise. If you are not a soul winner, what are you? Help me, help me. If you are not a soul winner, what are you? Okay. You are not a soul loser. It's not a soul loser. If you are not a soul winner, you are a fool. Do you have a soul that you are losing? He that wins the soul is wise. He that does not win the soul is a fool. Unwise, anyway you call it That the same thing. Unwise and fool is the same. So when last did you win so? Since this year, is there a record of a soul to your account that you have won? If the answer is yes, you are wise. If the answer is no, you know what the answer is. So we did is not transferring somebody from Lighthouse to Pentecost. That's not soul winning. That is church transfer. Soul winning is not carrying somebody from Methodist to Anglican. No, that is church transfer. Soul winning is winning somebody who is not born again, an unbeliever, bringing them to Christ. Don't get me wrong. Somebody can be in church and yet they are not in Christ. So you bringing them from where they were just sitting as a bench warmer and they didn't know Jesus to the place where they know Christ, that is part of soul winning. But generally, soul winning is bringing people, Colossians 1 verse 13, he has translated us out of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son, the kingdom of light. So soul winning is coming out of darkness and entering into light. Is coming from being a Muslim to becoming a Christian. From becoming an atheist to becoming a Christian. From becoming an idol worshipper to becoming a Christian. That is what soul within is. So inviting somebody to your church does not mean you want soul. No, ma. That does not mean. And it's not enough to carry them to church. Make them stay in church. Okay? Make them stay in church. Now let me tell you, some of you some mi- mistakes that we make somebody you met who is not born again you preach to them you talk to them and they become interested in following god you carry them to church without helping them get born again so you take them to church and all of no no no, no. lead them to christ it's a simple prayer as long as you are born again you are qualified to help somebody get born again This this is why you have to get born again. This is what to do. This is what to do. This is how it works. All right, repeat after me, Lord Jesus. You make them make the sinner's prayer and that's it. It's very important that we get that understanding. A stranded soul winner does not understand the assignment. Any soul winner that is stranded does not understand his assignment. Get me Hebrews 11 verse 6 right now. Any soul winner that is stranded does not understand the assignment. The reason is that every soul winner has a paycheck with God. Every soul winner has a paycheck with God. Look at this. But without faith... It is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So, God has a reward for those that follow him and has a special reward for a soul winner. So, every soul winner that is stranded, genuine soul winner that is stranded, does not understand the assignment. You don't win so for what you will get. But I'm telling you, there is something to get to be a so winner. Listen, first of all, you must understand that so winning starts with a bedding. So winning starts with a bedding. Realizing that people are going to end up in hell They are going to get destroyed They are going to get consumed That somebody who is living with a million dollars in their account Without Jesus Is about to face a disaster That they will never recover from in eternity You having the burden in your heart That is where soul winning starts from No matter who drag you No matter who talk to you If you don't have the burden You cannot help all the unbelievers You can't. If you are not worried about the lost, you will not value the saved. If you are not worried about the lost, you will not worry about the saved. The Bible said there is joy in heaven when one sinner repents. The reason why a lot of us misbehave in church is that we don't know the cost of one's soul. We don't know the value of one. soul. if you know what, how heaven is happy that one sinner came to church, you will not be chasing them away. You will not be condemning them. Luke 16, 22 to 31. Luke 16, 22 to 31. If the situation of sinners, their eternal position now does not worry you, please let their destination worry you. If the current situation of a sinner does not worry you, let their destination worry. They are going to fire. They are going to hell. That is a decision. Let, let that worry you to save them, warn them out of it. Give me that scripture. Luke 16, 22-31. Alright. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angel into Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Let's go, 24. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. For Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime refi- receivedest thy good thing, and likewise Lazarus' evil thing. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. Okay, let's go. And besides all this between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from thence to you cannot, neither can they pass, to us that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. Oh, poverty is bad. Though. Lazarus is in heaven. The rich man is in hellfire. fire. You see, mindset too. The rich man is in hell fire. Lazarus is in heaven. And the rich man is sending Father Abraham to send Lazarus to go to go and tell his brothers. You see his mindset? Is he thinking like a boss? Despite the fire He didn't tell Abraham, Abraham, go and tell my, my family. No, see, send that poor guy. We know he has gotten to heaven, no. But tell that poor guy. Tell that poor guy. Mindset. Okay, let's read on. That's just by the way. Then he said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren that he may testify unto them, lest they would also come into this place of torment. All right, let's go. Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophet. Let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham. But if one went unto them from the dead, they would repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses, And the prophet, neither will they be persuaded, though one arose from the dead. Okay, so hell is real, heaven is real. Hell is full of torment, pain, shame, and regret. You are listening to me now. You still have friends who are not born again. You have family members Who are not born again? It's possible your mother is not born again. Your father is not born again. Your brother, your sister, your colleagues, your neighbors, you have work to do. 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 Do you want to see them burn? Do you want to see your father in this position you saw this man right now? Just imagine the kind of pain that man is in. Do you want to see your best friend in this position? Do you want to see... Use your... Every opportunity you get, use your position from work, from school, from every place to propagate the gospel, to bring people into the sheepfold of Christ. Save them from danger. Every day, please look for a way to win a soul. Stop passing by unbelievers repeatedly. Look for a way to win a soul. Like I said... If their current situation does not worry you, let their destination worry you. John 3 16 to 20. Akapasha. The Bible made us understand that every soul winner has a reward. There's a crown of life. There's a blessing here on earth, too, but internally there's a great blessing over them. There's a great reward over them. John three sixteen to twenty. Oh Basis. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So whosoever believes in them shall not perish. But what will happen? He said they will have everlasting life. So that is what God wants to do. He doesn't want us to perish. But look at this, verse 17. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn. So Jesus did not come to condemn. If why are a Christian, stop condemning people. But that the world through him might be saved. That's why Jesus came. Our ministry is not the ministry of condemnation. Every sin I know they are sinning. Every sin I know they have heard of hellfire. You must tell them the gospel. The gospel means good news that Jesus has come to make it better for you. People have asked this question. So why, um, if you say God is a good God, why will a good God send the human being He created to hellfire? That is not the, the answer. That is not the right question. The problem is that this good God gave you a will. This good God gave you a purpose. This good God gave you a choice and left you with a decision. And said, if you do this, this will happen. If you do that, that will happen. So how come you are not doing what he asked you to do? Let's read the next scripture. Let's read 18. You get it better from eighteen. Look at it. He that believeth on him is not condemned. So God is not the one that sent people to hell; it is their choice that sent them to hell. That's all I'm saying. God does not send people to hell fire; it is their choice. Look at it. He that believeth not in him is who? He that believeth not on him. Sorry, he that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already. So, what condemned them? Themselves, are unbelief. Those that believe in Jesus, they are not condemned. But once you don't believe, God do not come against, okay, I therefore um, confirm you, condemn, you are going to hell. No, your decision. So God does not send anybody to hell. Next time somebody asks you that, bring them to the scripture. God does not send anybody to hell. It is their choice and their decision that send them to hell. He brought his son, accept him, go to heaven, reject him, be condemned. It said condemned already because he believed not in the name of the only begotten son of God. And I've taught us this doctrine again and again, the doctrine of salvation. Anybody, this is why, permit me, I'm going to be right out with what I want to say. Somebody who attends Latter Day Saint, somebody who attends Jehovah's Witness, and all that sect in this category, they are not Christians. All right? Any group that believes in God but does not believe in Jesus is not a Christian group, it's a social group, it's a religious gathering. The law for, of salvation is that you must believe not in God, but in the Son of God. That's the law. Okay? The doctrine of salvation states that you must believe in the only begotten Son. Believing in God will not save you. No, you will not enter heaven because you believe in God. You will, no, 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 no. What will make you access heaven is because you believe in Jesus. He is the way. Jesus, not God. God is not the way. The Holy Spirit is not the way. Jesus is the way. So any church that does not believe in Jesus, the, the heaven is not part of their, their, their plan. That church cannot be called Christian gathering. It can be called a religious gathering. And this is the condemnation, that the light is come. So he says that this is how they got themselves condemned now. This is how they entered into the condition. That the, um, is the, condition, uh, the light is coming into the world, and men love darkness. So you see that God is not the one that pushed them there. Men by themselves love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. Verse 20, the last, for everyone that doeth evil hated the light neither commit to the light, lest his deed should be reproved. So you see the way this thing thing works. Anybody, I I don't care the name of the church. I don't care. Maybe you under the sound of my voice. The church where you attend does not believe in Jesus. They don't talk about Jesus. All they talk about is God, 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 and other things. My friend, you are not attending church. Heaven is far from you. I barely say things like this. But I will advise you, change church now. Don't wait till tomorrow. This morning, change church now. The church you attend does not believe in Jesus. They sing, they do worship, they pray, they prophesy, but they don't believe in Jesus. Change church now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Now. Because if you die now, hell is straight. The way to salvation is only Jesus not God, not angels, not Mary, not uh, Holy Spirit, none of them. Jesus only. And any church that does not believe in the Holy Spirit is going to miss out of the end time benefit. The power of Jesus operates through the Holy Spirit. Any church where you see they don't believe in the Holy Spirit, you realize they lack miracles, they lack testimonies, they lack healing, they lack deliverance. Why? They don't believe. If all of those things has now been put in the Holy Spirit. The power of the Godhead, the Father, the Son, is operated through the Spirit. So any church where they shut down, they silence the Holy Spirit, they don't believe in the Holy Spirit, there won't be miracles, there won't be healing. Any church where the Holy Spirit is not giving a special preference, forget miracles. Forget miracles. So if you get ignorance of this truth already dished out in the word, you end up becoming the deceiver of yourself. So there is a crown for every soul wither. It's a crown of glory. There's a reward, an eternal reward. Let's run through these scriptures very quick. 2 Timothy 4 verse 8, Revelation 2 verse 10, 1 Peter 5 verse 4, Revelation 3 verse 2 Timothy 4 verse 8, Revelation 2 verse 10, 1 Peter 5 4, Revelation 3 verse 2 Timothy 4 verse 8. Because most of us are in church, we don't even understand what we are doing. So anywhere we are the core church. And listen, the same thing, if somebody invites you to a church where they don't believe in Jesus, you shouldn't step in there. It's a risk. Most of us are in church, we don't even know what we are doing. Because why? You came to church for problem. You came to church for problem. Oh, I came because I want to get married. They said that this church, if you come here, you will get a job. If you come to this church, you will prophesy. That's why you go to church, not because you want to know Jesus. You are a scammer. Look at this. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. With the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but to all them also that love his appearing. There's a crown of righteousness. Get me Revelation 2 verse 10. And then First Peter 5 4. Revelation 2 10 First Peter 5 4. For none of these of those things which thou shalt suffer, behold, the devil shall cast one of you into prison, some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation. Ten days, but thou faithful, be thou faithful unto death, and I will give you, I will give thee a crown of life. So Jesus is saying, don't compromise. Listen. Listen to me, everyone. Listen. Any doctrine that tells you that as a believer, you will never suffer, it is fake. Any doctrine that tells you as a believer, you will never suffer, is a fake doctrine. If you read your Bible, Revelation 2 verse 10, it is written in red. That was the statement of Jesus. He said there will be suffering. Challenges will come. Difficulties will come. Marital turbulence, financial challenges, health issues, they will come. All kind of issues will come. He said, but listen, listen, don't compromise. If you can endure to the end, I have a reward for you. If you can endure to the end, I have a reward for you. Listen, if you compromise now because of what you are going through, you compromise now because of what you are going through. You will lose your eternal reward while getting a temporary earthly benefit. You will lose your eternal reward just getting a temporary earthly benefit. 1 Peter 5 verse 4, then Revelation 3.11. 1 Peter 5 4, Revelation 3.11. 1 Peter 5 verse 4, Revelation 3.11. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, he shall receive a crown of glory that faded not away. Ayabaka Savahazis. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Keep it Revelation 3, verse 11. Call a man our Lord, help us. Help us to wait. Help us to endure to the end. Help us, Lord. He said, Behold, I come quickly. I come quickly. Hold fast, thou. That hold fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. That salvation you have now, that Christianity you are now, that righteousness you choose to hold, that holiness you choose, is say hold it fast, don't leave it, don't leave it. Things will come that want to take it, don't leave it, so that nobody will take your crown. You are going to church today Sunday, and they are working in church as evangelism, visitation, ushers, choir, and all of that. What are you doing in church? Don't let somebody else take your crown. You've been a floor member for too long. Ten years now you've been in church. What do you do? Nothing. Shame on you. Five years you've been in church. What do you do? Nothing. Shame on you. You will transfer your blessing to another person. It's simple. It's simple. It's simple. For every soul won, understand that you have touched the heart of God. For every soul won, you have gained heaven's attention. For every soul that you win, you have gained the attention of heaven. You see what most of us do? We go to church. We don't want to do anything. We just want God to do for us. Oh God, where will I get the job? Where will I get married? Listen, God has a, a need. They say where well, you have a need. God have a need. Yes, Elohim, El Shaddai, the almighty God has a need. What is his need? God wants souls. God wants his house beautified. God wants his house in order. So you are not meeting God's need. You keep coming for your need to be met. Charlie, you are his scammer. And understand that God does not only bless us on earth here for what we do. So if all you are looking out for, oh, but me, I've been doing it. I've not gotten this job. I've been doing it. I've not gotten married. Understand that our our reward is beyond the earth. Give me 1 Corinthians 15 verse 19. Let me see if I can take the last point before we go. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 19. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 19. Our reward is beyond this earth. You see, those who don't understand this, they will mock you. will mock you leave them to mock focus on your service focus on loving jesus let them laugh let them say what they want to say he said if in this life only we have hope in christ we are of all men most miserable so if our reward our blessing is only in the car we can drive on earth the marriage we can get the children we can get the money we can get if that is the only place we have reward Bible said we are of all men. Even Muslims are better than you. Say so you are the most miserable person on earth. You know what misery is? Living a sorrowful life. You are the most miserable person on earth. Say so you must understand there is another reward in a different realm, in a different dimension. I pray for us this morning that the Lord will grant us grace to stand in the name of Jesus. The Lord we grant us grace to stand in the name of Jesus. The Lord will grant us grace to stand in the name of Jesus. The Lord will grant us grace to stand and endure to the end in the name of Jesus. We will not miss our reward to another man, to another woman in Jesus' name. Number three. Number three. Number three. How to walk in overflow. Number three. Be an asset to God's kingdom. Number three, be an asset. Be a kingdom asset. Number one, I said your mindset. Number two, be a soul winner. Number three, be a kingdom asset. If you want to walk in an overflow, all right? you want to walk in God's overflow, be a kingdom asset. Be a kingdom asset. An asset to the kingdom is one who is a benefit to the kingdom. You must have an asset orientation and not a liability consciousness. Nobody wants to lose an asset. People only lose liabilities. So if God loses you today, will God be happy? If today you stop church, will God, ah, my daughter have left church. So if you cry, God doesn't even know you. God doesn't even know you. Your name is just only there. book of your body. Nothing, 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 nothing. Nothing. If today, let me ask every one of you a question. If you miss church today, will your pastor notice that somebody did not come to church? It's a question. I'm not saying your pastor is God. If you miss church today, will your pastor notice that somebody didn't come to church? Then there's something wrong with your Christianity. There's something wrong. There's something wrong with your service in that house. I'm not saying because your church is small, so everybody knows everybody. If you don't come, they will notice you. No, I'm talking about your impact. I'm talking about your impact. Your impact should be so felt. Your impact should be so felt that when you are absent, they will notice that you are not around. There are some persons who I don't see them Online or physically. Oh, I've not been around. I'm not aware. And sincerely, I didn't notice they were not around. There are some who I don't see on, I will notice that this one is not around. I will notice. So it tells you if you are being impactful or not. It tells you if you are making impact or not. And most of us are living offended that we are no more making impact. Don't be present and people are feeling your absence. Don't be present present, and people are feeling your absence. No. You are there, but you are like you are not there. Nobody is noticing you. They are looking for those to clean chair in church. You are not there. They are looking for those to sing in church. You are not there. And you say, oh, the church does not care. come calm down. Charlie, calm down. The ushers who are ushering with you, they are doing it joyfully. They will buy uniform without complaint. But you, every time they say new uniform, you will complain. They say they want to change hairstyle, you will complain. They say they want to change new, they want to put new law, you will complain. They say they want to do Rehaza, you will complain. They say they want to, so how do you want them to value you in the church? You no, know, from where to where? To where? If they count the 21st lead solo soloist, who can sing where? You are not part of them and you want them to value you. Oh, but it does not matter. You see, church is for, oh, Charlie, go to one corner first and rest. Let's let them talk about those who are now in the body. You see, sometimes we feel like, oh, there are people who are loved more than us and all of that. Okay, let's assume it's true. Why are they loved more than you? It's possibly they are adding more value. No, pastor, because they have more money. Is money not value? Answer me. Is money not value? They are adding more value one way or the other. So you might not have money. Look for your own way to add value. What way are you adding value? What way are you adding value? Be a kingdom asset. If you must be a kingdom asset, what are the things you must do? Number one, you must be someone who is planted in the house of God. Psalm 92 verse 13. You must be someone who is planted in the house and in the work of God. You must be someone who is planted in the house and in the work of God. The problem we have is that most of us are too big to serve and you are too broke to give. Caleb 92 verse 13. You are too big to serve and you are too broke to give. So how do you want to help us? Tell me, where do you want to help from? You are too big to serve and you are too broke to give. Can I get my scripture, please? This period, I'm going to tell you some truth your pastor will not tell you. Maybe your pastor might be afraid if he tells you that you will stop church. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Or your pastor might not be aware. Maybe he doesn't know. But me, I'll tell you. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. So, those that be planted in the house of the Lord. So, for you to flourish in the house of God, you must be planted. You must be planted. Assets are planted. They are not everywhere. They are planted. Today you are here. Tomorrow you are there. Let me say, deceive me. I know how to say my things the way it is. If you are angry, Send me money. Let's settle the problem. Somebody sent me a message days ago. Keep bumping me. I'm sure she just new on the platform. Keep sending me a message. Oh, Papa, things are, things are bad. Things are bad. I'm suffering. I'm this. I'm that. Hey, this thing. Pray for me. Oh, it's only you that I have. Only you can help me. The person's DP is our um, pastor. It's the person's DP. Afawa is the person's DP. It's only you that can help me. Only you that can save me. Nobody can help me. I say deceive yourself. A Deceive yourself. Deceive yourself. Deceive yourself. It's only you. Nobody can help me. There's nobody I can depend on. Afawa is on your DP. You are not serious. Am I against Alpha no No. Don't get my point wrong. Don't get my points wrong. Don't get my point. I'm not against that fire. Do you get me? Do you get I'm not against that fire? But it's the person's kind of users. 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 All they are looking for is just who to use to go through this tough season now. That's all they are looking for. A report was given to me that somebody was coming to this platform, book appointment, and they couldn't reach out. And one got appointment. They called. They called. They called. They didn't get answer from me. And they stopped coming online. Said they are now joining Alpha Hour prayer. No problem. But I have a question for you. Since you joined Alpha Hour, has Pastor Elvis called you? Since you joined Alpha Hour, have you called Pastor Elvis and he picked his, He, he pick your call. Do you have his number? Since you joined Alpha Hour, does he has he visited your house? El Mikra, I have invited you, invited, I remember the person, invited your fiancé, minister, prophesied on him, laid hands on both of you, at the time this person was sick, I ministered to her, she was fine, and now, Aboah. They are not serious. I don't have time, you see me, I don't, I don't have time. I don't. I don't. Have, I don't have your time. Just be there. Be fooling yourself. Listen, I'm not against half hour. If you if you have time, join NSPPD. You have time. Jo- they are doing amazing work. We are all for the body, all right. But my question is, where are you planted? If you must be planted, if you must be planted, there are things you must understand. Number one, you must be a follower. 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 Somebody left this platform. I'm, I pray she's online, Kra. Right? Me, I will say my own the way it is. You are angry, leaving again. left the platform a few days ago or weeks ago. I saw it. I kept quiet. And what happened during while we were having our 10 days camp meeting online? The person kept posting on the group that they wants to talk to me. They want to talk to pastor and this and that and that and that and that and all of that and all of that and all of that. Ah, You know the protocols. If you want to book an appointment, you reach out to an admin. You don't post on the platform. You went to quote um, an admin's message. I saw it. I ignored it. I didn't say anything. So she waited after some days no response you see most of us say eh, your suffering is not demonic at all there's no satan you are the devil after yourself posted on the platform and that is not the right way listen no matter the kind of money you go to you have in the bank if you enter the security man's office nobody will give you money because that is not where, if you like, sign the check of one million dollar. If you enter the security man's office, if you carry your check into the toilet, you will not get money. You will not get money. And kept posted on the platform, they want to talk, to, they want to talk to me. There was no response. Few weeks later, after camp, or a few days later, she left the platform. While I left left, I thought, okay, maybe she changed her phone. But all I was period said, no. She didn't lose her phone. She got offended that they did not respond to her. That's the reason why she left the platform. I was like, really? Okay, so I kept quiet. I didn't say a word. A few days ago, I, messi- I messaged her. And she said, she had been trying to reach out to me. And I'm, I'm too busy to be assessed. And she understands. There's no problem. She's some kind of sarcastic statement. There's no problem. She understands. And and this and that. So um she's there. She's there. Whatever. Are you, are you Okay. Are you fine? Your pastor in church, you don't even call him the way you call me. The pastor in church, he doesn't attend to you the way I attend to you. And you are coming to put burden on me. Charlie, be careful. This somebody who came on this platform. Things were not fine. I picked you by prophecy, ministered to you, prophesied to you. That same day, you were in tears that you have no money, no food, no transport to go to church. I gave you a hundred dollars. Not because I have so much money to throw away. Sent you a hundred dollars all the way to the U.S. Prayed for you. You got a job. After being jobless for years, you got a job. Your husband left you, has not been talking to you. And for the first time, I gave you a prophecy, the man that left you came to see you for the first time in over four years and because you posted message in a wrong direction and there was no response you are angry sending me a voice note and you left the platform my pain was that i already sent Mrs the number to add her back to the platform before she sent me the voice note i just smiled i said okay no problem but the truth is okay let's let's leave it there that's the bit. I'm not angry. I'm not angry. But some of us, eh, this is what I'm saying. Most of us, all your complaint of, oh, people don't care about you. People are not helping you. People are not this. People are not that. Your heart is wrong. Your heart is wrong. Your heart is wrong. We don't know how to live life. Our character is bad. Even your own father did not give you $100. Your mother did not give you. Your children did not give you. It's stranger. that your own pastor. Well, I, I have to even go and check the person, the kind of church the person attend, and the kind of pastor the person the person have. The way I saw the pastor, I'm sure the pastor ate part of that $100 giver. I'm very sure. I'm, I'm 100% sure the pastor chopped the money. Because the pastor looked like he like money more than me. Listen, forget the way you see me talk about money, 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 money. I talk about it because it has to be a mindset and a confession of faith, all right? I'm not money-driven. Nah, 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 nah. I'm not money-driven. I'm not. I live by principle. I do what has to be done and all of that. I'm not money-driven. I will not compromise for money. I will not. If I want to compromise, somebody had reached out to me and brought a deal I should pray. Charlie, if I had prayed, if I had prayed right now, I'm not sure I'll be online. I'm sure I'll be in the air, traveling from one country to another. If I had prayed, the kind of money that we drop, the person say this percentage will be yours. I say, I'm sorry, I can't pray. I'm sorry, I can't pray. This thing, dear, I can't pray. God will not be happy with me. Hey, pastor, you are not the one doing it. Just pray. Just say a word. I know when you speak a word, it will come to. I say, I can't. I can't pray. My conscience will not allow me to pray. My conscience. Will... I was sure of twenty thousand dollars without sweat. I was sure. That was the first deposit, $20,000, without sweat. But my conscience will not carry me to pray that prayer. Listen, listen, our character. our Most of us, we are praying, you know? Most of us, we have been in church. Yeah, we've been in church 30 years, 20 years. Our behavior is thinking. It's thinking, it's dirty, you can speak in tongues, you can see vision, but your character is dirty. Change, 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 change. Every little thing they say in church. You are angry. Your pastor preach in church. He said they use you to they use you to preach. Hold on. Is your name Genesis? Is your name Ruth? Is your name Matthew? Is your name Revelation? Is your name Malachi? Are you Habakkuk? Are you Obadiah? No, show me your name inside the Bible. Even if you bear, you bear Bible name, it is you, it is you that went to copy the name from the Bible. What 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 rubbish are you saying? They use you to preach as what? Father of the church or mother of the church? My friend, go to one corner. You see, what people normally do in church, the moment they have erred, the moment they've done something wrong, and you preach a message that sounds like it, then they take it personal. That is because of them. Only a foolish pastor will take a member to come and do a sermon. The pastor has lost his calling. Any pastor that will take a member to... Okay, let me give an example. Now, let's say Mausenam came late to choir rehaza. All right? Assumptuously. And next week, I decide to teach on why not to come late. It doesn't mean I'm attacking my I'm only bringing up a teaching to show the benefit and the importance. Maybe I didn't preach it before now because I didn't see the reason. I expected you to know what is right. So now, I chose to bring up the topic, why not to be late to church? Why for you not to quarrel in church? And you now pick and say, it's, it's me they are talking. Who are you? Who are you? I pity pastors that have one special person in church who finance the church. Oh, this is church mother. This is church father. I, I, did you die for the church? This is our deaconess. Very special. This is our deacon. Did you die for the church? What are you saying? What is wrong with you? Oh, without you, we cannot survive. As what? As the blood of Christ or as the as the lamb that was slain for the for the foundation of the world. My friend, go to one corner. Any pastor that has a particular person that is funding the church is not called by God. Any pastor that has somebody he can point that is the person funding the church, God did not call you. Am I saying kingdom finances should not be there? No. Am I saying that people shouldn't be there with support? No. But with the moment you now carry the church, put on one person's shoulder, there's something wrong with the pastor. You've lost your calling or you don't even know who called you. And that's how some people, I thought I was saying, somebody came, gave him an envelope, and he, put, he took the envelope for one reason or the other. That man is Carter's money. Give him a million dollars now. He was not sharing the money from there. But he said, for one reason, he just kept the money in his drawer. He came back the next two days, the money was in his drawer. Came back the next day, it was in his drawer. He didn't understand why. He left the money there. The next two Sundays, he preached a message when he was done. When he was done. He, he went to the office and the man came to see him and he said, Apostle, that message you preached today, you shouldn't have preached at all. Don't preach that kind of message again. It's no good. People will leave church. He said, they remember the money was in, he opened the drawer, brought the money, said, take out of my office. Get out. Out of my office. He said, now, now I know why God did not allow me to touch your money. Out. There are people who come to, some pastors are not wise. Some people come to give to the pastor to buy the church to buy the mouth and the heart of the pastor. The pastor can no more preach the truth. The day you preach against what they do, they will tell you that they want to stop financing the church. The day you preach against what they do or what their children did, they will tell you that they will leave the church and the pastor begin to beg. Hey! I won't say anything. Let's just leave it like that. Charlie, that's why I tell every pastor, Allow, surrender to the grace of God. Take your heart off tithe and offering. Take your heart off anybody. Love people genuinely. Love them genuinely. Listen, I was telling somebody yesterday, if you promise me now, Charlie, I've forgotten about it. Forget some things I say. I have. If I remember it at all, maybe something happened. I have. I don't keep you alive. Hey, um, hey, hey. promised me to buy me private jet. How? He, no, 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 no. I'm not that kind of person. I don't have your time. You promise me I'm gone. You are gone. Bye-bye. If you don't, you're on your own. I focus on, I focus on my life. You Come again. Ah, I will give you money. Okay, I have ready. No problem. If it comes, it comes. It didn't come. Bye bye. God have too many people available to bless my life. Listen, if you are a blessing to me, it's a privilege to you. It's not a right. If you are, a, you get the opportunity to be a blessing. I have rejected people's seed. I've rejected. I, I, oh, I'm telling you the truth. I have rejected offering. I've rejected. Somebody was, to, was bringing me money. And I called her. I said, don't bring the money. Why? I said, look at what you did. Carry your money and go. When you repent, bring the money. Then we can talk. Somebody, on, she's online right now. She came during one session in Accra. Brought some seed. Plenty envelope. I told her. I said, what is this? He said, seed. I said, this one. Don't give it again. How will you save money for your children? He said that I don't need money? No, but I have conscience. I said, this one. No, this is not giving. You will become poor like this. This is not giving. Keep this one. These two, they are the same. You are, you are giving me partnership seed and you are giving me extra seed. Carry this one back home. Don't, this one from today, I cancel it in Jesus' name. Don't give it again. Keep it for yourself. Somebody now, she's listening to me. She'll be laughing now. I wonder I said, if you don't buy a phone, stop bringing your tithe to me. She's my daughter. How will I be your father? You are not progressing and you are giving to me and I'm watching you. That's satanic. I said from today, if and I told her yesterday, I give her one year. If she does not buy a plot of land, I will disown her or I will seize her bank account. I will call Mrs. Sika, six months salary, I will seize her bank account. For six months, her salary will be taken. Let me see that money she's wasted. How she will spend the money? Who will seize the money for six months to go and deposit in a plot of land for her? You can't be my son and my daughter. And you are living wayward. You cannot manage. You cannot save. Nothing. No no progress in your life. God forbid. And I'm praying, prophesying. All my prayer, where will it go to? Where will it go to? How will it manifest? I have to help you think. That's why I tell us. If you are following me, follow. You are not following day or day. It's by force you must succeed. By force you must prosper. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Father we thank you, 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 we give you praise Lord. Just pray the Holy Ghost one minute.